It's the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, welcome to the SeltzerCast. I'm your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Today's guest is the host of the podcast, Dan for Life, a podcast devoted to the film, Dan in Real Life. Please welcome Nick Bim to the show. Today we will be drinking and discussing Waterloo Peach Sparkling Water. How are you, Nick? Hey, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on the SeltzerCast. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) I like this podcast. I've been listening since day one. It's very bubbly and interesting about a drink that I have very little history with. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. We'll jump right into that. Is that uh, do you don't have like what's your relationship with seltzer? Are you a seltzer fan or you're just along for the ride? I'm along for the ride. Like, okay, so Seltzer had its big moment, maybe like 2014 when it reached like national, like like acclaim, I guess, where like everyone was having Seltzer and that was when like the whole LaCroix LaCroix was happening. Sure. (laughs) And then I I, I never would get Seltzer. I would try certain, okay, so one of the big things I want to do on today's pod is try to talk to the expert, Sean Patrick O'Brien, to like get differences between different genres of Seltzer, if that Okay. makes sense sure so it could be seltzer it could be italian soda it could be whatever comes out of a soda stream it could be a spritzer it could be any of those things i don't know what they are i know that they taste less than soda in my head and i just my brain just doesn't go to them i don't when i go to the grocery store i don't buy seltzer if are you a soda a- drinker then on that I- note I used to be a heavy soda drinker and then like in 2012 I wanted to stop drinking soda so much so like I would have like a carbonated beverage and then to de-escalate I started drinking exclusively Canada dry ginger ale then it went down to like lemonade and then it went to water and then I've just been like a water boy for a good bit after that so I just like never hit to that escalate like i never got to the seltzer stage which i sure i'm, I'm sure like if i was going de-escalating like that would be akin to like ginger ale ish but no i'm not i'm not by the book seltzery i'm sorry <laughs> no that's okay that's uh that's what we like on this podcast so do you not are you not like a fan of the flavor or it's just something that you never like it never like hit you so the flavor it okay so some of the flavors when we were preparing to procure some seltzer for this podcast, you had suggested something along the lines of like a blueberry seltzer. Yes. <laughs> and I would just, I would think about blueberry seltzer flavoring and like something would happen in the back of my throat where it's, it's like my body telling me, Hey, don't do that. Don't go to the store and get that flavor because it, it seems just like, I don't know, artificial flavor. And it just, uh, and every time I try seltzer, I guess it's not, it feels incomplete to me. It feels maybe 30%. Okay. I, I don't know what 100% is. Maybe it's the same satisfaction I get from a soda or a bottle of water, but it just never feels complete. It always feels like a like a hint of something. And so that's akin to the flavor where it doesn't feel like exactly what the flavor is. I'm, I'm like, it, it feels like the best analogy I can say is like seltzer feels like a whisper and every other drink feels like a sentence at normal volume or a yell. I I <laughs> I love seltzer, but I 110% understand what you're saying. Okay, cool. <laughs> I know I do because I I always say on the podcast um my favorite seltzers are the ones that taste like sodas. So if they manage okay. to have that full flavor and still be zero calories and I won't feel like shitty about drinking it. Yeah. Um, I 
love that. I do kind of feel that way with Waterloo. Now, Nick, have you had Waterloo before or no? No, famously, um, listeners, when Sean Patrick O'Brien asked me what seltzers are like available in your area, I'm like, I don't know. So I just went to like three different stores and took pictures of seltzer aisles and then like categorized them. I didn't know Waterloo was a brand before today um, or or when I bought it. So yeah. So we have like a Waterloo peach. Wait, so I just want to go back to what you were saying very quickly. Go for it. I was fascinated by (laughs) the list of seltzers that you sent me because it is extremely different from what you would be able to find in new york and you were in louisiana so yeah i'm like in the middle of louisiana like lafayette louisiana and my seltzer list was just right (laughs) so i was like can you find canada dry i was thinking maybe you would be able to find polar it's nothing like it's like nothing that i've heard of was on that list which fascinates me because i'm always interested in like regional seltzers and stuff of course thankfully we were able to find waterloo together but i think you also had like aha which yeah, okay, is so like... i have the list right here so okay. i have it was aha sparkling water there was a kind of sparkling water that was the brand ugly which is just fun the brand is named ugly it was called ugly yeah and it's like big bubble letter font okay we'll have to drink that on the (laughs) podcast that's amazing we had like every flavor of waterloo and then like we started to get into like the offshoots of like popular water brands which i was like okay maybe they will have my canada dry seltzer but they didn't so they had like sparkling ozarka raspberry lime famous ozarka water brand we had like um Perrier, of course, like Sasha Baron Cohen, yes, go off, Talladega Nights, <laughs> Zevia, Rambler, Dry Botanical Bubbly, Never Tree heard Tab. of that. <laughs> Nixie Grapefruit, Nixie, and that's me, because I'm Nick, see, <laughs> sorry, um, and Signature Select, so like those are the brands, but whatever i i could be making them up and i wouldn't even know because i've never heard of them before that is fascinating i'm looking up all of these as you say them and i have not heard of any of them but their designs are very cool and i would also like to say i find it interesting that the two seltzers that we were supposed to i that we found that i was like i could definitely find that near me are waterloo and aha which are both i would say abba references because of the yep. song waterloo <laughs> and the song knowing me knowing you in which they say aha <laughs> they do say so, that lyric <laughs> uh yeah so i would say uh that's interesting that abba has transcended state to state and here oh. you are in louisiana and here am i in new york and we're about to drink waterloo <laughs> right i'm looking at this waterloo can right now and it's distributed in austin texas which is i love to see that yeah for them do you like the design on the can yeah i love this waterloo can design it is gorgeous not just i mean like each waterloo can is different because of the colors are like informed by their flavor but like the line design on there the font is great that's a good peach on the top just everything about this is good. I love their brand, just their branding. Their website is drinkwaterloo.com. And I love their phone number where if you can call to talk to them, one eight six six love Lou. I never noticed that. Holy that shit. is good. Okay. All right. Let's crack it open. Let's talk about the flavor. Yeah, that's good. Okay. 
Okay, see, that's not bad. That's like a nice little peach, like... Yeah. Uh, okay, that's like a dip in the toes of water. <laughs> of like a peach, like... That's not bad. I don't feel... Okay, so back when I was saying earlier, like, seltzer feels like 30% of 100%. What's 100%? I don't know. Maybe that is thirst quenching. I don't feel like my thirst is quenched, but I feel like I'm getting close there. This is... Oh, this is not... Uh, it's good. I like it. I I had said on the show before, and it's true. I feel like Waterloo seltzers or sparkling water, whatever you want to call it, they are perfect for like an ice cream soda. So previously, Ooh. I had essentially made like an egg cream with it, where you add like a little bit of milk and you add vanilla syrup and you add Waterloo, and I'd made like a strawberry soda. I think this would be also okay. very good, like a peach soda as well. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I could see this being like an ingredient in a lot of mixings of things and would complement everything pretty well. Yeah, I like this. Oh, this is not bad. Okay, so is one of the benefits of seltzer that I'm looking at the top layer of this can and it's like zero sugar, zero calories, um, 0% juice. Is one of the benefits of seltzer that it doesn't have those other things that drinks in this can? Correct. So I drink seltzer because it's not as... Not only is it not heavy on me when I have like a dinner or something mm-hmm. as a soda would be, but I feel a little bit less guilty about it because it's no calories and no sugar towards what I'm drinking or, or what I'm eating or whatever, like my meals for that day. Um, so that's like a draw for me. Also, I just like the flavor. I like how I, 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 I'm the opposite of you where I kind of like how a little bit understated seltzer is. Oh no, that's fair. Absolutely. Okay. So like listener, this is my first seltzer in at least three years. Um, Sean, you drink seltzer often as yeah. I know, because you have a podcast about it. <laughs> Do, does it immediately make you want to burp? Like I'm currently. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's normal. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you can like, definitely oh. like, if you go back on the seltzer cast, you can hear listeners holding in their burps or like Sweet. going off, uh, <laughs> going off mic to do that sort of thing. Or if you're somebody like Noah, our good friend, uh, open, <laughs> openly burping on the pod, and I respect that as well. Oh, I like that Liquid Death episode so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, Sean, what's an Italian soda? Um... <laughs> is it seltzer? It is... So, I find... I think... Italian soda is... Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Italian soda is essentially like sparkling water or club soda, like seltzer, with a syrup. Okay. So I like... See, I just burped on the podcast. Yeah, me too, baby. There you go, yeah. (laughs) So there's this really good pizza place. I think it's like the first pizza place in all of New York called Lombardi's on Spring Street. Um, They have really good Italian sodas. And what it is essentially is just a seltzer with like a cherry syrup mixed in and then whipped cream and a cherry on top or like raspberry syrup, like literally whichever. So, um, yeah, it is essentially just seltzer and syrup. Awesome. It's like a little dessert. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. But and it's because you're adding this syrup essentially like, look. I don't know how soda is made. I'm sure there's a million things that go into Coca-Cola or like Sprite, but come on, all it comes down to the two main ingredients is like carbonated water and syrup. Uh Yeah. So when you make an Italian soda, that's why you have just the plain 
seltzer and then added like a syrup so that it tastes like like a almost like a fresh soda right like a syrupy soda it's okay, good I'm, ha- I'm having this idea now so, so you know how like if you go into like a indie coffee shop how they'll have like okay so an americana is this ratio of water to coffee and to espresso and like they have that whole line i feel like we could do a similar thing with seltzers where it's like like syrup to carbonation like yeah absolutely soda sparkling water there's a uh stuff there's so i've been told there is a big um do you know what dirty sodas are no (laughs) (laughs) okay i barely know what dirty sodas are and i'm gonna talk about them anyway because what is a podcast other than talking about things that you don't know about are you sure you don't want to save this for seltzer cast nights (laughs) (laughs) seltzer cast after hours oh my god okay so Here's what a dirty soda is, according to Google. In Utah, a Mormon-heavy state where coffee and booze are largely taboo, mm-hmm. a different breed of mixology has emerged, giving titulating residents a fix at so-named dirty soda shops. What dirty soda shops is, is essentially sodas. It's just like you go in and you get crazy <laughs> fancy sodas, like okay. big in like a big. Uh, so okay, what it is is treat sodas as a base, spiking them with flavored syrups, fruit purees, and cream before serving them in oversized cups. Okay, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm so it's looking. similar to what you were saying, where it's just like you go in, you tell them what flavors you want, and they make it into a soda. Um, you know, I'm on this weird Vice article right now, which is terrible. But I, didn't, I need to share the title of this Vice article. It's, this is the dirty soda that the Mormons are gulping down. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, yikes. But so, no, yeah, like, I'm going to put um, something in the chat right now. And it is Swig, which I believe mm-hmm. is one of the big, like, chains of the dirty soda locations. And this oh, yeah. is their menu. Oh, dang. Okay. Uh, there is some, like, things that are standing out to me. I honestly feel like I would like this place because it kind of does remind me of, like, what I like about Sonic, where you could have, like, add-ins in your sodas. Right. You could get, like, I don't know, a Dr. Pepper, but also add, like, blue to it. I love that. How about this? This is crazy. There's a flavor called Naughty and Nice, which is Dr. Pepper, English toffee, and half and half. What's half and half? Like, oh, oh, I guess, like, oh, my God. Oh, half and half is dairy, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That took me a minute. I was like, what is that? And then I was like, oh, it's literally exactly half and half. Okay. Wow. This is like a Chipotle for sodas. (laughs) Yeah. It's like down the line. Okay. Maybe those Mormons are onto something. (laughs) Maybe maybe more than just soda. I don't know. But This sounds really good. Root beer, butterscotch, and vanilla vanilla cream. Wow. Okay. You brought up Sonic. Sure. So, like, Discord's Mike Myers Movie Club food chat. Um, everyone has to, like, always post whenever they go to Sonic, essentially, to yeah. get something. Yeah, and we then... have, like, a group chat for any of the listeners that don't sure. know. And... I run a Zoom screening <laughs> series called the Mike Myers Movie Club, where we watch a Mike Myers movie almost every week. And some previously, when COVID was, like, everybody was, like, locked down, we used to have a bunch of Q&As. Um, where I would interview people who have worked on Mike Myers movies. We all love Mike Myers. Sure do. Nick is a member of the Mike Myers movie club. Sorry, just recapping that for anyone. No, that's good. And we have a Discord where we are obsessed with Sonic and whenever anybody goes. And so, like, just perusing that Discord, everyone posting every time they would go to Sonic and they'd get a 
what's it called? A blue what? An ocean water. An ocean water. Oh my god. <laughs> I just picture an emoji. Um, everyone's like, going off about ocean water. I didn't feel directly peer pressured, but I felt like partially like like peer pressured. Like, hey, Nick, you need to go to Sonic because it's like less than half a mile away from you. And some people would have to drive hours to get to a Sonic or whatever. So I go and I get my ocean water and it's fine. And I had two sips and then I couldn't drink the rest of it. And I'm very sorry, Sean and everyone else who's listening to this. I, I, and I tried like, a, I tried like a, not a, a red ocean water or whatever. A I, cherry limeade. I tried a cherry limeade. Cause like that, that's a popular thing. And yes. You hear about that. And I can't do it. And I'm you sorry. can't do that either. I oh my God. So cherry limeade is interesting. <laughs> and I, I guess this is the same with all of Sonic's drinks. And I would say this is probably the same with, all the drinks at, um, what's the name of it? Swig. The Mormon soda chain, Swig. <laughs> um, what it is is that, like, um, and, and I guess this could just be for any soda as well, but um, I like ocean water and I like cherry limeade because mm-hmm. when you get it sometimes, there's so much syrup in it mm-hmm. <laughs> that it tastes like electricity. And... <laughs> So gets it's his power. <laughs> right. So it's similar how people always talk about like how McDonald's Sprite is like um yeah. like like the famous meme of McDonald's Sprite is the same energy as On Sight by Kanye West. <laughs> I uh oh, I agree. Cool. I Absolutely. Um, it gives me power and yeah. So I would say that uh I don't know you even know where I'm starting to say with this. Uh, syrups make seltzer. I mean, sorry. No, whoops. Let's, let's take it back. Syrups make sodas better, I would say. Syrup uh, does make sodas better. Um, Sean, thanks for having me on the seltzer cast. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to try Waterloo Peach. Now, when you try like an ocean water, when you try your favorite seltzer, do your eyes water? No. Why do yours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I hate it so much. I'm crying. No, but like when I have like a, a Sonic Sprite, for instance, my eyes water. Right. Um, so yeah, that's that's I what was, I think I'm. Yeah. That's what I think I was trying to say. That right. got very convoluted, and I think I was just excited <laughs> to talk about seltzer syrups and and uh, soda syrups or whatever. And um, however, um, yeah, the the syrups definitely hit harder. So you had to buy Waterloo Peach for this. Did you buy it in a twelve pack? Yes. Me too. Okay. I don't. I, yeah. Okay. For for someone that doesn't drink seltzer, I was like, what am I gonna do with these eleven others? But do you <laughs> feel like do you feel like you're going to continue drinking them? You know, honestly, I think I'm gonna at least keep half of them and maybe bring the other six to my classroom and be like, hey, okay. kids, <laughs> who wants some seltzer? But I was like, what am I gonna do with eleven and a half? <laughs> seltzers um up until this record but now no this is this is good it's fine it's good it's fine it's it's good this is good you should um you should make some ice cream sodas you know that the way you were describing it made it sound good are you Um, an ice cream guy or no I, I worked at a Baskin Robbins for like three years and so like I have a complicated relationship with ice cream my favorite flavor is vanilla um (laughs) Are you vanilla or are you vanilla bean? Like, which do you prefer? Oh, not vanilla bean, not French vanilla. I want okay. a vanilla. That's how you can tell, like, an ice cream shop is worth its weight in cream. Ew. Um, but no, I like I like ice cream. I, I like an ice cream, so- like, ice cream soda. Essentially, we would have, like, root beer floats, which is kind of, like, you have some scoops of vanilla and you pour some root beer over it. And it's the same, like, ish. But the way you were describing it with all these ingredients and, ugh, it made it sound good. You know, Maybe I didn't like it. root beer until 
when I was in college, essentially. I had never liked root beer until I just started randomly craving it one day. And I was like, I guess I like root beer now. What's well, because you're a prude and then you go to college and like, everyone's drinking beer. Let me get this one from the root. And then you started to <laughs> like it. Up until then, you're like, no, that's the forbidden. Barks, oh, no. Man. Barks has bite and it will hurt me and I won't do that. <laughs> so for any sparkling water or seltzer that you have drank, do you prefer seltzer or sparkling, Nick? Do you know the difference at all? One, I don't know the difference. Two, okay. I would hesitate to say, like, I don't have much history with seltzer. I would prefer this to the watering, like, sparkling waters I've had in the past. So I when you go seltzer, to, like, a, when you go to a fancy restaurant and they're, like, still or sparkling, you're still guy, right? Oh, God, I've never gotten that question at a fancy restaurant. Really? Okay, That's okay. incredible. Oh, my God, still or sparkling. If I say I want water and they ask still or sparkling... Oh Jesus, that's interesting. Um, no, I would want still with some ice okay. and a lime. <laughs> I get a lime wedge, and it makes it that that'll give me the hint of flavor that I'm craving. I guess. Cool. Okay, so that's interesting because then you don't like the understated flavor in a seltzer, mm-hmm. but you do like an understated flavor of just like a lime and water. Yes, a fresh lime wedge to me um, feels not, it's pure. No, it's not like that. But it's, it's like I get to control how much goes in there. Is it a power dynamic I'm looking for? I don't think so. But it feels better if I just pour like a little lime wedge into my water. And I like that understatement rather than something that has been packaged and pressurized into an aluminum can, maybe. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I understand. All right. So let's talk about your podcast. Uh, why Dan in real life? So, like, Dan in Real Life is the best movie that was made in 2007, hands down. Um, it's probably the best movie that was made prior to, like, 2019, if I was being honest. Um, yeah. So, because Cats, obviously. But Dan in Real Life is this 2007 seminal text. Um, Dane Cook, Juliette Binoche, and, of course, Steve Carell are king. And so... I really like this movie. I would be a comfort movie for me when I was a kid. Every time I was packing for a trip, as I was packing my suitcase, I would have to play Dan in Real Life in the background, and I would have to finish packing by the time the movie's credits started rolling. And every time I would go somewhere, I would play Dan in Real Life. And it's this very mild family drama about a family reunion in Rhode Island. And so I started like a little podcast for an excuse to interview friends through the lens of that movie introducing the movie to them if they'd never seen it before asking them questions based on the movie and just a little tiny interview segment and like we took a break when my school started up again but we're coming back baby with an episode featuring the seltzer cast host sean patrick o'brien where we go Yay. through the entire cast listing of dan in real life and we find out who's in like a leo butts fan <laughs> among us <laughs> i am yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> please listen uh Please listen to me uh, ramble about Norbert Le- Nor- Norbert, not Norbit. Uh, shout out Wish. to and JZT. Norbert. <laughs> Nor- <laughs> well, Sean, famously, whenever I was just about to use that name as a poll, I didn't say his first name because I couldn't remember it, baby. Okay. It is Nor- Norbert Leo Butts. Norbert okay. Leo Butts. It's yeah. not Norbit Leo Butts. It's only Norbit. <laughs> Leo which i could only hope i haven't seen norbit oh, um man. i probably will watch it because i would love to listen to the i was scared Two episode which you were also you weren't on that episode but you were recently on i was scared Two. yeah okay, i was recently on the i movies. was scared Two, but i was listening to their norbit episode yesterday and they say this very fun fact because norbit is set in a very idyllic town 
And the town has two pimps, apparently. <laughs> Which they, they pulled out that fact, and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen Norbit since 2007. This is interesting. But those boys are really good. I was, like, on an episode about Phantom of the Megaplex. But you were on an episode about, like, Michael J. Fox, American Werewolf? No. What were you <laughs> no, on? Wait. Hard. American Werewolf, yes, but okay. Teen Wolf is Michael J. Fox. Teen Wolf, what's American Werewolf? Who stars in that? Um, John Landis directed it. Sure, Max's dad. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> The Chronicle. But yeah, okay. No, I did like. I listened to that entire episode. I just I like listening to episodes of movies I've never seen. If I recognize guests, it's cool. super fun. Oh, yeah. God. Um, do do you watch the movies like alongside it or no? No, I'm I'm a, I'm a big along. I'm a huge scaredy cat, and I've only just recently, over the past year, started watching movies that are a little bit more frightening. Um, so yeah, I'm so like whenever they were doing their Disney Channel original spooky movie run, I'm like, yeah, let me do Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> this movie's rated G. Let's go. <laughs> oh. But no, I can't watch scary movies. It's famously um, <laughs> when I was like 14 or 13, my parents went away for the weekend and I had the house to myself and I was terrified. And I wanted to watch my equivalent of a scary movie. So I rented um, the Rear Window remake, Disturbia, mm. starring Shia LaBeouf. And um, I slept on my couch in my living room with the bat because <laughs> I was afraid someone was going to come in the house. Wow. And that was a terrifying PG-13 movie for me. So do you, um, <laughs> are you... Are you anti-haunt, Nick? So, like... Haunted attractions, <laughs> meaning? So, like, you love haunted attractions, Sean. I love, you, yeah. You go to, like, a, a I can, drive-through I, haunted house Yeah, I could do. I could do a whole <laughs> podcast devoted to that. Like, if anybody wants that, I, will, I could do that. And uh, I'm speaking that out into existence. I love <laughs> haunts. I could talk about haunts for years. Uh, Nick, let's hear it. No, I'm not you doing don't. any okay. of that. God, no. Have you ever done it? I did like a carnival that had a haunted house in my community once and I ran through that thing and it was terrifying. I would never want to be scared, so to speak. And the closest I'll go is I'll play a scary video game like 10 years ago, but I would listen to like podcasts while I'm doing it. (laughs) So it's not as scary, but I I don't like to be scared. So you heard it here first. (laughs) Nick does not like to be scared. He will sit on his couch with a bat and he will not be be drinking seltzer when he is uh, scared. No, I won't. Now, Sean, I do have something for you. Um, I was surprised when you asked me to be on SeltzerCast. Not surprised, but like more like, oh no, I'm a fraud and I'm about to be found out because I don't <laughs> like seltzers. So I felt like I needed to bring something to the table. So Sean, Patrick O'Brien, I would like to present to you 10 mini-sode ideas for the longevity of this podcast. Cool. Just, these are just some pitches for you with SeltzerCast coming in at number one, like I've already mentioned. I want you to maybe think about starting SeltzerCast Nights, which is of course the alcoholic part seltzers at some point that would have to be released after 10 p.m um <laughs> at some point and on like the inverse of that number two seltzer cast hazy mornings where you and a guest have to finish a six pack of a hard seltzer prior to 10 a.m which is a challenge in and of itself but getting away from that um helter seltzer cast is essentially you and a guest try to pick your four seltzer brands that would like recreate Beatlemania. <laughs> <laughs> the Helter Seltzer cast. I would really like Seltz her cast. Finally. A pod for her. That could be your mom. That could be Kira. That could be Aaron. I don't know. It could be something. Um, Seltzer cast abroad is like where you bring American Italian sodas to Italy. It's kind of mm. how like Conan does a week of remotes. Sure. It's that, but it's you <laughs> in Italy, which you would like. 
Yes. I assume you would like some Italy. Um, SeltzerCast Plus, it's a soda streaming service. <laughs> and I don't know what that's going to entail. I'm sorry. Um, SeltzerCast Origins, Alka-Seltzer. So, like, we just, like, dip that into some water, and it's good. Seltzer Fast, chug, 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 chug. And then you drink seltzer really, really fast. Um, and my last two right here, Seltzer KidCast. <laughs> where it's it's like little t- like four ounce cans <laughs> that you get to drink, and this last one, Sean, because I ha- because I I, I <laughs> brainstormed seltzer kid gas, I couldn't get this next word out of my head, and it's seltzer cast babies, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm just like imagining just like the artwork um line drawings, and I don't have an idea for that, but I do have a catchphrase, and it's like it's not goo goo gaga, it's goo goo laqua, and. <laughs> so that's for you buddy take any of those and run with them at some point you can have all of those that was that was a like 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 people say they associate seltzer with um writers rooms and pitch meetings and stuff so you you really brought it nick that those were uh we'll be you know what we're gonna explore all of those options on the show oh heck yeah (laughs) oh god wait till you see the parts of the list that i crossed out man (laughs) do you have do you have one part of the list that yeah there there was like you can share there was a D &D offshoot of the podcast called like seltzer castle (laughs) oh okay okay that there was like one where we have to like take all the empty cans of seltzer and build a usable shelter cast. <laughs> Stupid. I this love bit it. was brought to you by rhymezone.com. Rhymezone. Get your rhymes right on time. <laughs> it's the Seltzer Cast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you just love to watch movies? The good ones, even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies as well. So much so that they dedicate every waking moment of their life to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts advocating for the immediate production of a third national treasure, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms to all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Supriyaki screen prints all of their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. Pretty nice if you ask me. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And now, listeners, I have a treat for you. Anyone listening to this podcast can take 10% off of their next order with code SUPERFRIEND at checkout. The code is SUPERFRIEND in all caps and no spaces at superyaki.com that's s-u-p-e-r y-a-k-i dot com superyaki.com i am openly burping now again too but that's fine please okay (laughs) um (laughs) should seltzer be free Okay, no, that's I'm not good... even segueing into that. I just want I just want to know. Should it be free, Nick? If it's not coming in beautiful packaging, yes. But like part of the I mean, how, how much did this 12 pack cost? Like 
$3.99 possibly, which is like the same thing as like a Sprite 12-pack, I assume, but like, because it's just water and air. Is that the argument? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, should it be free? No. Yes. It, it should be free if it's not in packaging. If it's not in packaging, we should pay. For, I mean, if it's in packaging, we have to pay for it. That's fine. And I get that. But I see what you're saying because it's just pressurized water with some flavor. I agree. And it makes me burp. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, um, Nick, congratulations. You are now in charge of Waterloo Peach Sparkling Water. You are the CEO of specifically this can. Where do you place this product as product placement in one particular scene in Dan in real life? Dan in real life has a movie poster where Steve Carell's head is lying down on a stack of pancakes. Famously, he does not do this in the movie. Um, the pancakes are kind of a metaphor for Juliette Binoche's love for him because she cooks really good pancakes. And there's a scene in the movie Second Act where she's cooking a pancake breakfast for the family and she gives Dan a burnt pancake i would like her to hand him the burnt pancake alongside of a peach seltzer very oh, nice <laughs> um, and I, would, <laughs> I would like her to give him that can along with it and be like oh, and like with her like a little french accent be like it is your pancake wash it down with the peach and it'd be great that'd be amazing she doesn't have a french accent that movie whatever whatever yeah do you think do you think dan um, from Dan in real life would like Waterloo sparkling water peach, or do you think he would not like it? No, he wouldn't like it. He wants something substantial for like sure. What? He want... Like what? He wouldn't want a seltzer. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm I'm projecting my own personality onto that <laughs> character. My, my man wants a Coke, a cola. Okay. I'm, I know it sucks. I know, but yeah, he, he doesn't want, he would call ugh, he wouldn't want to but because he's a family man but he would call this half-assed and i don't like that about that okay, okay. but i'm sorry okay <laughs> and then um a, another question related to that but what film would you place this in if you were in charge of marketing at waterloo hmm. looking at this i want to put it you know like a grand torino on the porch in the rocking chair I want it there. I want it on the rocking chair, and I want a kid with a BB gun to shoot at the can when mm. Clint Eastwood's not looking. That's I think you'd want. be fired as a marketing person. No offense. That's fair, but it, the can's empty and being shot at because he drank it on. It's so delicious. So like, okay, who, who okay. are you to fair. come at that, me like that? That is fair. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. I would just say I I would never ever shoot a Waterloo can because I love the design of it so much. Okay, and we brag. love Waterloo on this podcast. <laughs> fair, fair. It's very strange that me as the CEO is also like the marketing director place. Yeah, this in no, movies. you're you're getting promoted all over today. Now. I'm hands on, and you're somehow me. also involved with a film from 2007. So good for you, traveling back in time to be a part of that. If you're gonna put myself in a movie, I want to get first pass on that script. <laughs> I want to show you where this can's gonna be, and we're gonna do this. Oh God. So um, we talked a little bit about like. Um, syrups and stuff that go into sodas i usually ask the listeners if you had to craft your own seltzer what would it be and why uh nick if you were in utah and you were hanging with the mormons uh and you had to craft your own soda the sugariest soda that you could think of doesn't have to be their flavors oh. just, um, 
any flavor that resonates with you. What's a what's a Nick soda? So I like cucumber. And that's fair. And that's allowed and even praised nowadays. So I like cucumber. Sure. I I would like some cucumber flavoring in there, possibly with a ginger ale. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like a hard soda that like weighs you down. I'm back on the Swig Orders <laughs> custom website right now. Sure. But I don't want it to be too heavy, if that makes sense. So I'm thinking like a, a gingered ale, maybe a club soda. God knows if I know the difference between those two. But that with some cucumber um, and maybe like a hint of pineapple. Cool. I can That's do. exciting. A nice little refreshing soda. It reminds me of, you said cucumber, um... I don't know. I don't think these two are related. I'm going to tell you anyway. Cool. There's a celery soda by Court Street Grocers in Manhattan. Um, I would. Do you think you would like that as well? Or are you anti-celery? I love celery. You do? I love it. Okay. Yeah. I tried the celery soda. I did not like it. I think Court, Court Street Grocers is like the best thing in the world. And they have like spicy, spicy ginger ale. Mm. I love that so much. Celery soda. I'm just not a celery guy. So yeah. I'm on this website now for Court Court, court Street Grocers. Yes. 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 Uh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. All right. That's fine. I don't know if I would like celery. <laughs> Goodness. Oh. I mean, this just reminds me of like just that aisle in World Market, which is like the place where I can find like the most exotic things in my little okay. town. But I'm um, just like people using soda as an excuse to just do something that's never been done before kind of like a candy store when you go and it's like this candy tastes like boogers this one tastes like dr pepper and it's like they're using some you can tell when like a like a creator like is using it as an excuse to put a weird flavor in it Mm. or they truly stand behind their flavoring Mm -hmm. um i feel like they stand behind this flavoring and that they're coming from a very genuine place i just don't know if i would like celery soda you don't think you would like celery soda i don't think i'm i'm open to try it I'll I'll definitely give it a go. Cool. Okay. Now I'm going to the wholesale site. <laughs> <laughs> I buy a pallet. <laughs> um. So, let's do our final rating. On our yeah. Own. Let's go off sparkling water. Okay. So the bubbliness. How? So you're not a seltzer guy, as we've established. What out of ten would you say is the like amount of bubbles that are in here? So if I, so if my ranking is just the like the effectiveness of the bubbles, not my liking of the bubbles. Th- yes. Yeah, that's that's a nine. That 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 was very bubbly. Really, I wanted, to, I wanted to burp halfway through my first sip, and um, listener or reader, however you take in this podcast, I was burping throughout the entire recording. So like it was, <laughs> but but I didn't burp as much as like maximum because I never like to rate a ten because there's always room for improvement. Waterloo, coming from your CEO. So yeah, I would say nine for bubbly for sure. I would say, I would say like seven or eight. Fair. Let's go seven point five. Okay. I feel like also it kind of got flat near the end, but that's expected, right? Yeah, it's so pressurized at the top. That's fine. Are you one of these people that takes off the tab at the top of the soda? <laughs> you do. I I I do not do that. You have a person in your life that collects these? <laughs> no. Is that something that people do? They're like, down in the South, we have people that are like, hey, my grandma takes those and she donates them. And I don't know how that equates into currency, but I've heard a lot of people do that. Okay. Wow. No, that's that's very interesting. Okay. So we're just ranking bubbles right now the podcast is over or there's more? No, let's, we're going to rank the seltzer overall, Um, which I would say I really, really liked this. 
Um, I think that the peach flavor is a little bit artificial. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It kind of tastes like um, peaches and cream oatmeal. Uh, I like that also. So uh, no issues there. But um, I'm going to say that I actually really liked it and I would continue to drink it. And I will drink my 12 pack because um, I'm a fan of this and I would probably get it again. So I'm going to go with a, you know what? I'll go with an eight. Ooh. Yeah, I liked it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, like like Sean says, like the peach is artificial. I'm looking at the front label. It says peach naturally flavored with other natural flavors, which is okay. It's it's pretty artificial, but I liked I liked what I tasted with the peach. I've never had the oatmeal Sean speaks of. I don't like seltzer. I did buy a 12 pack. This isn't bad though. And I could see myself drinking a can after a long day of work. I could see myself putting it in a glass and putting something else in it. Do I know what that other thing is? No, but I well, but I could see it mixing with something pretty well. Let me ask you, would do you think that you would seek out other Waterloo flavors or so I we just kind of like matched up what we had and peach is a new flavor. So I was like, all right, let's try that. What like is there any other Waterloo flavors that you feel like you would probably try or just be more into if you had the 12 pack of it i'm on drinkwaterloo.com currently i don't have time to call the phone number but when we were getting ready for this sean you did suggest that you wanted to do the blueberry and i said hey if and i responded hey if i had my druthers i would say god no to blueberry or grape (laughs) and then you graciously um said peach i'm like thank god i'm looking at these flavors i could see myself liking a lemon lime which is a new flavor and also the peach is new which is cool yes sweet um i would not like blueberry i would not like watermelon definitely would not like black cherry or grape strawberry it depends god it would depend because everyone says they have a strawberry and like i can't always like them um mango i would definitely try that sounds great coconut maybe grapefruit yes and then original is just a little water droplet so i'd say maybe like six no three out of the eight i'll definitely try cool absolutely So, like, my final ranking for Peach, you know, it's good. I don't like seltzer, but this is good. I have a 12-pack. I see myself drinking at least five more. That's a seven. This is a solid seven ranking for me. Nice. Very, uh, that's that's pretty high for not a yeah, seltzer drinker. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, So, l- let's go back a little bit before we leave. Sure why why no blueberry what's what's the opposed to blueberry blueberry is that flavor that's in my head where i just 100 percent know it's fake okay. i'm not saying this is real peach <laughs> but <laughs> i know the blueberry is fake and it's a facade. do you like real blueberries uh i always think i do but then i try them and i really don't do you like blueberry muffins yes yes i do Okay. But like okay. I'll try to I'll try to bake with blueberry and I'm like, I'll put a blueberry in there, it's fine, and then I won't like it. Similar with raspberry, but not to the greatest extent. Like I greatly prefer raspberries to blueberries and strawberries to blueberries. Blueberries, no. I think for me the reason why I was like, Yeah, let's do blueberries, because like I feel like blueberry is an uncommon flavor. So like raspberry especially is something that I feel like that is in everything. And even right. if it's not like true raspberry, there is like artificial raspberry flavor Mm -hmm. that everybody knows and it's always usually pretty good um blueberry is just so it's different like it's not like like i've literally never heard of blueberry soda or blueberry (laughs) seltzer sorry blueberry seltzer um i feel like i saw that but i i could understand how it could probably be bad but i would like to try it i honestly i'd probably like it yeah i could see you liking it (laughs) i 
I had a maybe I have bad history with blueberry flavoring because like I lost weight a while back exclusively going like not on a special K diet but really only just eating special K cereal Mm -hmm. and it was like towards the beginning of their special K line where they had special K blueberry and I would have like special K bars with it and they would only have blueberry when I couldn't find anything else and so like I just hated that flavoring of the special K brand blueberry so maybe that goes over into seltzers make me not want it gotcha maybe it's a veggie tales thing I don't know (laughs) I associate it with um there's this it's it's like fast food but it's like farm to table fast food so it's all Mm. like healthier ingredients in um manhattan called cream line and they have a blueberry soda on tap and i really like that and it is very sugary um so i'd be interested to see how a blueberry flavoring in a carbonated beverage would be without all the sugars and maybe like an understated Thing. it might ruin yeah. the flavor i might hate it maybe but, so. um i don't know i'll have to do that on the podcast with somebody uh who doesn't have the scarring from special k yeah i have a bad history with it and i wouldn't <laughs> be good for that <laughs> well nick thank you for coming on the seltzer cast before we head out is there anything that you would like to promote well, thank you, Sean, for having me. This has been a dream come true. Um, please, if you are listening to this, it is dropping a similar week that we are dropping Sean's episode of Dan for Life with the number four, L-Y-F-E, Life. Um, please listen to Sean's episode. And it is just a wild ride, a great chance to talk to my friend, Sean. And just, you know, when you're out there, drink seltzer. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's really good. You're listening to a podcast about seltzer? Drink seltzer. I'm, I, I love that for you. And <laughs> listen to me, uh, like Nick said, discuss Norbert, Norbit, Norbert. <laughs> Norbit, Leo Butts. Nor, Norbit, uh, Eddie Murphy, Leo Butts. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about him on Dan, Dan for Life. <laughs> I love him. He's excellent on Broadway. I have a lot of yeah. things to say about him. Uh, listen to me discuss Norbert. Norbert. <laughs> yep, that's his name. There it is. Uh, on Dan for Life. It's a great podcast. I've really <laughs> enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every episode so far. Mercy. Thank you for having me on Seltzer Cast. Yeah, was this is great. Incredible. Okay. Thanks, Nick. Um, absolutely. All right. Goodbye. Bye. This has been the Seltzer Cast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Coffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the Seltzer Cast. Be sure to follow our Twitter at SeltzerCast and our Instagram, which is Seltzer.cast. See you next week.